This is Shift Run Stop, a fun podcast about games and cultural stuff and comedy and interviews. I remember that from school. I remember arguing in a debating society that fox hunting was totally legitimate and it's a, it was a thing that we should all be doing at the weekends. I didn't believe it for a second, but it was a fun position to adopt to mm. make a case. Exactly. I know this is justification for doing this in real life, though. People probably don't expect you to be doing making a point about arguing itself during the argument. They're probably going, oh, Lee obviously thinks that, rather than like, oh, Lee's probably doing his thing where he experiments with the art of arguing. What a contrarian <laughs> bastard. <laughs> Yes, it's like it's like comedians who are hilariously racist, but for comedy purposes only. Yes, yeah, that makes it fine. But also, if you if you're going to be fairly closely aligned, especially in small organisations, you know. Yeah, like where is the Nazi in the room? You have to be that person. Sometimes, sometimes yes. yes. Sometimes yeah. you have to be the Nazi in the room just to stir <laughs> things up a bit. Well, we've got the tagline for the episode anyway. That's <laughs> it's been a while. Yes, it has. It's probably been a year. It might well have been a year. It's It's been less than a year. It's seven months, maybe. Eight if months. If we do an autumn one. We, the shadows were getting longer. Um, Under the Skin had come out. That was my last reference point. I remember talking about Under the Skin, but I hadn't seen it yet. Yeah, the one where we sat on that bench in the park. Yeah. Probably was, and, yeah. yeah. And we were watching the the, the uh, cocktail-shaking guy in the uh, Yeah, in the and we were talking about soda streams. It was it? coats weather. It was late in the summer. It was sort of getting getting later in the year. So, yeah, yeah less, less not, than a year. Not too bad. I think we can put out <laughs> two episodes a year. Carry on at that pace. Well, have you been, Layla? Been all right until today when I was spectacularly ill. So um, if I'm a bit, you know, even more incoherent than usual today, it's because I'm quite ill. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna try. The show must go on. I yeah. thought I decided the show. This is actually a test of that. Like, <laughs> should the show go on? Was a question I had in my head today, um, for the first time, and I think it should. So the show is going on. Hurrah! And here's the show. I think we were also talking about the Captain America movie. Yeah, well. which I've seen as well. That's good. Uh, Winter Soldier. Yeah. Good I fun. Don't, I don't know what that means. Captain Which America ones? Winter Soldier? Yeah, I don't think I've seen it. Just throw nouns sure. together and then you get a comic book film. Who's <laughs> the Winter Soldier? Is, it, is that a character? Or is it sort of a, it is a character. Idea? I think Layla's not sufficiently a fan of the Marvel comic book universe. I don't I know. I don't know them all. I like some of them. Yeah? Um, Got a favourite? But I'll get confused about which ones are Marvel and which isn't, and then it'll be embarrassing. Uh, the Avengers is Marvel, right? Yes. So um, I like Iron Man. That's my favourite Avenger. He's a good Avenger. Yeah, I like that he's just like, yeah, I'm Iron Man, and the, the Playboy billionaire philanthropist. I think that's quite good. But um, I know heard of the Winter Soldier, Captain America. Is he the blue one with a sort of shield? <laughs> he's, he's one of the Avengers. He is one of the Avengers. Is that what you just did said? Did you not watch Captain that movie, movie, The Avengers? I did, but I completely forgot. You immediately uh, forgot everything. I think <laughs> possibly. I think possibly where Captain America has gone wrong is that his costume probably should reflect his name a little bit more than it does. <laughs> does he have a massive stars and stripes? Sort of. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Big shield. I can see why Iron Man is is preferable. Yeah. Because Iron Man, a bit like Batman, is just a man. Yeah. What makes him special is he's got money to spend on expensive toys. Yeah. Whereas to be Captain it's not America, just money. he is an engineering genius himself. Fair enough, but he's got Morgan Freeman as well. Well, Iron Man doesn't. <laughs> oh, sorry, yeah, I was thinking of Batman at that stage. But yeah, okay, so Iron Man, more of it is him, and less of it is his funkies. Yeah, yeah, he's a nerd, which is quite interesting. Yeah. Whereas if yeah. you were going to be Captain America, you'd have to have something go wrong with you in the forties. It's is not something that you can just like. Or very right. Or right, that's true. <laughs> uh, but as with the Hulk, it's not something that you can just be because. 
you want to be. Yes, despite what those uh, nutrition supplement adverts want to claim, <laughs> you cannot just become the Hulk. <laughs> One weird trick that your doctor will make. So what, what is the story of Captain America? How does he become the Captain of America? Oh, well, it was all, <laughs> it was all to do with the Nazis. That was what caused it. Okay, yeah. right. So Lee would know what about him. <laughs> He was injected. Your area. The, he was injected with the super soldier serum. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Transformed into a perfect physical specimen, right. and then went off to Europe to fight the Nazis. To fight them, rather than to actually do all the things they wanted to do. Like oh, you're saying you're saying that human, like it, Aryan oh, super once he had become the perfect human <laughs> specimen, he would immediately change sides. They should, they should have gone. Is that your really? philosophy? I'm saying that it's maybe it's maybe come from come from a Nazi place. The, um, <laughs> the need to make that sort of that sort of approach to warfare seems to have a well, rather right wing. But, you, yeah. Well, you say that, but many of the uh, many of the uh, sort of early superhero comic creators were Jewish immigrants into the US. So it did not come from <laughs> those uh, those uh, those uh, early superhero characters were not an expression of like Aryan Nazi ideals, but rather the idea of a force for good fighting back against them. Right, right. Does he look very Jewish, this Captain America character? He's not. No, I, I'll grant you. He's, <laughs> he doesn't Sorry. look very Jewish. I don't know. I know. <laughs> If you've actually ever met comic book creators, like writers and artists mm. in real life, mm. they, they don't look anything like their uh, fictional uh, characters at all. Stan Lee, so who gets a cameo in all of those films, as far as I can tell, Yeah, I feel like I know him just because I've seen him so many times. I, don't, I wouldn't call him a friend or anything. But, you know, <laughs> I, I, I recognise him <laughs> when he comes up. on the show. Which is <laughs> Stan, how have you been? We should get him on the show. That'd be great. Him and Chris Barry on the same episode. Oh, Chris Barry. But he's... Um, yeah, I feel like... <laughs> I, I imagine this is all, also something that we talked about during the previous... Is this just going to be nostalgia for the last... Uh, for, the pre- for the previous shift run stop? Do you remember all those things we talked about in the last episode? I think that's, that's what great, our listeners want, it? though. I think people miss us and they want us back talking about the things they miss. It's been weird, though. Like, There's been something's happened in the last couple of months where loads of people have suddenly rediscovered shift run stop or just discovered it for the first time. I don't know if it's been mentioned somewhere. It's yeah. something funny. And we just keep getting these cryptic tweets going oh by the way Layla it was Jet Set Willy (laughs) 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 I keep referring to I just memorise everything because I just say it's in their ears it was right then in their mouth oh it's a rotary mower what it's happened so many times in the last few weeks so tip for listeners I've got two tips for listeners actually one if you're going to help us out Include the episode number, because otherwise we won't know. Something about the... I'm not going to listen to it. <laughs> it was many years ago. And two, just, you know, check your entitlement. Just make sure that if you're going to complain at us for not having made an episode recently or something else we've done wrong, just, you know... Check how much you donated to us. Right, right yeah, we're not <laughs> charging for this. <laughs> Be nice, I suppose. It is, not, it is nice that people care. Like, I do... Like, that's my first reaction, is it's lovely that people give a shit and actually listen to it and then go, oh, we've run out, like, what's going on? But we're back, I'm, I'm super excited, yeah. and it's nice to see both. It has been a while. Like, is, is your child at school yet? Uh, yeah, he's actually at uni now. <laughs> is he at yeah. uni? <laughs> yeah. It's been so long. He's almost talking, he can say, oh. uh, he can say turtle. Can he say... He can say zebra. 
I mean computers. <laughs> oh, oh. Can we, that? we can make yeah. it easy. Next episode. By next episode, he'll be able to say can that. He, do us a jingle? he might. What yes. can he say? Sorry, turtle. He can say turtle. Turtle. <laughs> <laughs> it's the sweetest that little thing. Is he at Duplo age? Yeah, he likes Duplo. Yeah, he's taking it apart, trying to put it back together. Certainly enjoying taking it apart a lot more. Puts it back in the box. That's pretty good. Quite excited about him taking things out of boxes, putting mm. them back in boxes, putting the lid on the box. Very tidy. Yeah, it's very tidy. <laughs> <laughs> it's a worry, isn't it? <laughs> I'm, I'm, I think that you're going to become the uh, the Will Ferrell character from the Lego movie. Yes. No, I haven't. It's very good. And what you need to know about it, Layla, mm-hmm. is that you should watch it. I don't want okay. to give you any more than that. All right. No, I've heard it's good. It's Sounds good. like they're all made of plastic. That's, <laughs> that's the twist. It's got, some, it's got a good song. Mm-hmm. It's got Will Ferrell being quite good. Feral? Are there, are there humans? Yeah. Is it like, you know, Tony Hart and Morph? Are there humans in it? I, I, I almost don't want to tell you, actually. <laughs> right, okay, you have to okay. sort of let that happen right. if it happens. Okay. <laughs> who it's can tell? It's almost like you just said anyway. <laughs> well, you know, you know who framed Roger Rabbit? Yeah. It's not like that. Okay. Intriguing. Yeah, it's good. But yeah, highly recommended. Mm-hmm. Um, and how has the world of Hack Circus been? It's been good. It's been, yeah, we've, I mean, it's ridiculous. It's like every time I do something, it becomes exponentially more ambitious than the last thing. We probably did the space show after the last recording of this. Yep. So we did, we sent people into space and had a huge production of music and, and actors and scientists acting and everyone pretended they were going on this mission to investigate a signal from space and we recorded sounds and it was amazing but the next one's going to be on March 23rd in London and I'll put stuff on hackcircus.com about it but we're, it's it's Underworld themed the we're, band? No, not the band oh. or the song oh. by Ben Fox 5 um, <laughs> That's the Kate Beckinsale movie or the Kate Beckinsale <laughs> movie now, all, well in a way all of those things perhaps but it will be unlike any previous show we've done wow. uh, and it's yeah, very immersive and theatrical it's interesting it's that you said we there rather than I. Mm. Is that because all the, the contributors show. make it what it is? Well, partly. The next show is a collaboration with, um, can I say? It's um, Up to you. LJ Rich, a previous guest on She Fun Stop. She's twice. awesome. She's brilliant. She's an amazing musician and she's been helping me with the show in some interesting secret way. Not just helping me actually, but properly. It's going to be a proper two hander. Oh, brilliant. So we are doing it together. One hand each. One hand each, you know, costume. No, <laughs> not really. And I know from listening to the Hack Circus podcast that yes. LJ Rich suffers from synesthesia, or probably suffers is the wrong she word, has synesthesia. She does, I think she does suffer in a way with the synesthesia, but she also embraces it as a condition and a sort of superpower. Yeah, she has. We did a, a chiffon stop. Uh, let's not get the mix up. We did a hack circus interview um, for the podcast last year about it, and she she experiences the world in a musical way. Mm. So she was we were sitting outside and she was like listening to taxis driving past and telling me they're in B flat and mm. humming along. But also it has synesthesia with that, so colours are musical for her and flavours and she was sort of stroking the cover of my magazine telling me what notes it was in and, wow. um, and she'll kind of play you the sound of an orange or something. Um, it, it's amazing. And and also it's like she has some kind of magical hot wire to any music ever. Mm. So you just kind of say, Oh, what's that song from like the Little Mermaid? And she'll just go, Under the sea you start playing <laughs> like completely perfectly having never played it yeah, before. Played just it, going, yeah. Oh this one So it's all kind of recorded in this amazing car drive in her head. What a brain she's got. It's brilliant, yeah. So she is great. Wow. Um, but how's your podcast going? I feel like I've commandeered the the alternative podcast. The radio chat. waves. You're you're um you're, are you still making the dad's podcast show? Beardy dads. Mm-hmm. I'll have you know it's called. Sorry, not uh, I know it's, it's slowed down a bit. Right. Uh, we realised that as children get older, they change less frequently. 
They become less interesting. They do become less interesting, (laughs) at least on a per week basis. And then by the time they've gone to school, you're like, wow, who cares? So instead of doing it weekly, we've started doing it fortnightly. And now more recently, maybe on a sort of shift run stop schedule. So, you know, as necessary. It happens. So we might do one, you know, in a couple of months. Mm -hmm. Uh, And yeah, it's been good, actually. It's been a real pleasure to be able to both share stories of parenthood, but also to hear from other people and get Mm. tips, uh, Mm. which has been... Yeah, a large part of how I've been bringing up Oliver is based on what other dads have told me, which is brilliant. Mm-hmm. Really enjoyed it. Handily close to the office. What's close to the office? This place that we're going. Ah, uh, yeah. So we're, we're on the move. It's just one stop field trip on the hoof uh, we're heading to uh, tim hunkins novelty automata exhibition which is just opening today in london near Rue's office handily close to holborn yeah so if it's amazing you could go there at lunchtime i could i could spend a pound on a nice novelty yeah, automated experience um, have you you've been to the one at no, southhold no have oh, you? You ha- yeah i have yeah i went on oh. holiday there uh, a while ago and it was the highlight of the holiday actually oh. it was really fun to see all these crazy uh, inventions, they're sort of coin-operated things, yeah, I toys, think... games, uh, art experiments. They, I think they're a bit like those kind of Victorian fairground machines that would tell your fortune or things like that. But now the ones that he's made are kind of modernised, but equally weird and in the same spirit. Um, and I think it might be down there. Just here, yeah. So I, I, we're quite close to Conway Hall, which is where all good things in London happen. It's, it's very close to Conway Hall, actually. So a good reference point for a an automation automaton thing would be uh, is it Zoltar from Big? Yes, I think he was called exactly, Zoltar. Yes, Zoltar. Zoltar. I was thinking Zoltar the Magnificent, but I might just be elaborating. Or oh, certainly Zoltar the something. A kind of turban wearing mysterious East, slightly offensive. <laughs> Zoltar the Persian. <laughs> uh, so we're now literally on Red Lion Square. I'm not sure the road that we should be on though. Let me, let me see. Where is it? Is it here? If it's opening oh, today, think, oh, is there going to be a... Street. I think it's on the street in front. Okay. And today is the opening day. Is there going to be a party with reception drinks and... I don't know. I'm, free I'm goes hoping, on the machines. Hoping there'll be free goes on the machines. If you're looking for them on Twitter there, Nov Automation. Novelty automation, nov automation. I'm pretty sure it's on this road. There it is. So this is Princeton Street, which is just off Red Lion Street. If you're looking for it, if you're following along at home. Yeah, there's a pile of rubbish outside, which I hope is the sort of spoiler. That's awesome. You notice the uh, the lights signs in the window light up and move around. Oh, lovely. It's the words of saying novelty automation. Yeah, that's great. Very beautiful, so. Let's go in and say hello. <coughs> it smells of sawdust. It does. Nice. It smells fresh and new and clean. It's sort of um, surrounded by how many? Six or seven machines. more. And they're all really large scale. There's one called a micro break that is like a sort of old-fashioned style armchair that you sit on and look at an old-fashioned TV. It says it's a fast, efficient holiday. Never leave your chair. 
entire trip takes only three minutes. Perfect for the busy executive. No, no risk of deep vein thrombosis. <laughs> Astounding value. Complete holiday package for only one pound, though. <laughs> Next visit. <as it> <laughs> well, I think we're gonna have to get some tokens, aren't we? Yeah. One of the periods of black and Busy unpacking and speaking on the phone and stuff because they've only just opened today. Yeah, today's the day, isn't it? Good afternoon. Yes, please. That's him himself. How many would you like? Should I get five? <laughs> Is this your first day here? Beautiful. Thank you very much. Should we try the holiday simulator? Yeah, go for it. There's actually a seatbelt. I'm wondering if it's going to move. I'm sat in the armchair. Where do you put the coin in? Uh, oh, round the back. Let me do it for you. Uh, oh, I need, I need two, though, I'm afraid. Don't I? Right, two tokens going in. These are shiny tokens. The tokens themselves look quite, quite beautiful. Okay, two tokens in. Uh, I need to fasten the seatbelt. Oh, yeah, I definitely do that. Uh, press start button. Welcome aboard, Giant. <laughs> Port of Port across the Berlin. In the unlikely event of a medium, you will Oh, we're off. Oh. Ah, it's actually moving. Oh my god. It's a proper simulator. I'm now. This is Captain It sounds like him. It's tilting. Maybe this wasn't the best thing for my um, it looks good. sickness. It, it's very cool. It's exactly like being on an aeroplane. <laughs> Why did I choose this one? Uh, right, it looks like we're about to crash the plane. It's very, it's quite realistic, actually. There we go. We've landed on the Thank runway. You will now be transferring to a coach to take you to your final destination. <laughs> right. <laughs> Some dangerous driving animation. <laughs> There is actually a sense of jeopardy in this. I'm feeling yeah. a little bit, a little bit nervous. We've got lorries and sheep and all sorts of, all sorts of obstacles. <laughs> weirdly accurate though it's kind of what it is like to go on holidays that's why I try not to travel ever going through a tunnel oh going downhill going quite uh, steeply downhill oh I'm on a beach lovely oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> so brilliant are you feeling soothed and relaxed um so probably not the words I would choose I'm feeling amused though Oh, the light's gone off. 
traversing through the whole experience. This is Simon out of Trev and Simon. Sorry Trev can't be here today, but he's dead. This is Shift Run Stop. Sorry, I think yeah. Lee was going to say something about 20 minutes ago. And we just <laughs> I, was, I was just going to comment on like how sappy this uh, Wonders of Fatherhood uh, conversation was going and could we talk about like 1980s comedy? <laughs> <laughs> possibly possibly old ideas. computer games. I've got two things to share. Uh, I bought a bag of sweets with me because it's nearly Easter, so it must be time to eat some chocolate, which I can tell you're both really looking forward to. And also, we got this through the post. Yes, I know, isn't this amazing? It's an envelope of some kind. Lee, I'll let you, I'll let you read this. Right. Dear Layla and Rue, please find enclosed a functioning mock-up of what the Sinclair mobile phone would have looked like. <laughs> I detailed it in my blog, retrotext.blogspot.co.uk. As I do not post chocolate, please accept this as a token of my appreciation for the podcast you make, so make of this what you will. It may have flopped, but more than the C5. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, oh that's, that's me turning it on, by the way. The numbers are faux, and the antenna is really unnecessary, but I wanted to give the phone a pre-digital look. Should you insert a SIM and charge it, you will be able to enjoy Sinclair functionality with four, yes, four user-selectable memories. I would recommend home, work, pub, and 100 for the operator. <laughs> Yours sincerely, Carl Atrill. It's like a Frankenstein's monster of a, of a mobile phone. Well, uh, just, just a PS oh, at the bottom of this. Yeah. I think Charlotte Hindle presented the 815 from Manchester. Which episode are you referring to? <laughs> just just out, of, out of nowhere. I don't know what that means. It's like, that's, it's like they think it's been preying on our mind. Which, in a way, it probably has, but subconsciously. I love it, though. It's so sweet that people feel like they want to help us in that way. This is a beautiful it's, creation. It, do, is there a SIM card? It's asking us to insert a SIM card. There is no SIM card. Do you have a SIM card? I don't have one on me, no. Oh, well, you, know. you seem like somebody who'd carry a burner in your pocket. <laughs> <laughs> so you say it's a Frankenstein's phone. It's actually it's like a prop phone from a film or something. It's it looks like an old Nokia, but it has a Sinclair logo. It looks really good actually, very professional. And then he's he's made the buttons, but I don't know if they press. No, they don't. Oh, they, they, they he said are, the A B C and D. Right. Yeah. They yeah so the, the four down the side are, the, are what the Did phone comes with. Did this come with it? Yeah, he included the manual of the the phone that it's built from, oh, that's brilliant. which is rather beautiful. So yeah, um, I just wanted to say thank you very much, Carl, because that's mm. what an awesome thing. So he does lots of um, projects like this, and his website is retrotext.blogspot.co.uk, so he's even got a retro URL. The SOS key is pre-programmed to call 112, so you could have SOS be phone the kebab shop. Mm. If you're in a... Or your mum. Yeah. Or, or your mum. <laughs> 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 no, I don't think you should. <laughs> I'm going to turn this off, just preserve the batteries, because I don't have a charger for it. So it's oh, possible no, that we'll, that we'll want this in the future, but it's beautiful. Oh. The event that we need to phone your mum. Or your, your mum. <laughs> so we could, we could keep this, Layla, uh, or we could, I don't know, we could give it to a listener. But is that the spirit in which Carl, did Carl want it to just go to another random nerd, or did he want it to? Yeah, what I don't would know. Carl have wanted if he was alive today? <laughs> <laughs> Carl, what would you want us to do with this one? Um, Carl, think, maybe you should tell us. Are you happy for us to send this on in some sort of internet, Twitter, 
competition or would you prefer us to keep it and I don't know mount it on a wall the the, the trivia question that you need to answer is who presented the 815 from <laughs> <laughs> no, what a giveaway yeah well Lele hold on to it in the meantime um, okay. while we're deciding Thank to you. about it because that is uh, yeah I right. hope you'll I hope you'll insert us in <laughs> <laughs> and put all of our mum's <laughs> phone numbers in there there is no I mean with the lack of a charger we might have a problem with this but he suggests maybe an old Nokia charger right uh, you must have an volts. old Nokia charger or at least adapter I might take it to a phone shop and give it to them and say have you seen one of these before <laughs> so have you got a charger for this got, they're really common around our way I've got a prototype can you this that's brilliant thank you very much Carl that was lovely I've uh, I've got some snacks right I've not entirely sure this is going to work how's well, well let's see what they are i mean the full story is that i have been sick today <laughs> and i'm feeling quite unwell are you so, contagious um, do you think uh, probably oh good yes yeah, i'll see I, I don't want anything too sweet <laughs> it is easter soon oh, we could get me being <laughs> sick on the radio <laughs> it is easter but we're recording this before valentine's day yeah oh, and if you go looking for chocolate in the couple of weeks before valentine's day that's what you will find. Yeah, there's a lot Valentine's of Valentine's Day. chocolate. Alternatively, if you go after Valentine's Day, you'll get discounted Valentine's Day stuff that you can then use as Easter presents and go, I got you a heart-shaped Easter egg. Because I like you. I like you so much. There, there's nothing more dignified than <laughs> buying child. Valentine's Day presents on the uh, 15th. I <laughs> 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 love you like a Valentine's Day with a discount sticker <laughs> in the chocolate box. So, as, as ever with Chiffron Stop, mm. uh, I've gone for novelty. Yes. I've gone for things that I've not seen before. Okay. These might be familiar to you because I've not been... Uh, in a supermarket very much recently. I've been doing most of my shopping in Costco and online. Ah, so right. it's possible Welcome that... to Parenthood. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> yeah. Well, is, is, is the Costco thing, is that because you're a civil servant? Though? Civil servants are able to join, but they're not alone in that. If you were a teacher or you worked in a... Or a taxi driver. I think really? it's, isn't it self-employed people? Oh, yeah, if you've got a business, you can yeah. get a, a trade membership, but a lot yeah. of individual memberships are available. F- like, even if you work in an airline, you can join up. It's great, but yeah, any civil servants listening, I'm sure there's a few of you, <laughs> uh, Costco, it's great. Mm. And if you need to buy nappies, buy them in bulk. Right. It's, it's brilliant. So you don't go in for the, uh, you know, washable and... Uh... Yeah, oh, we've tried that. Yeah, yeah you tried fine. that and you thought, I'm not going to live that long. Yeah. Let, let the next generation worry about... There's loads of land. Yeah. Landfill's you, have, you tried just, have you tried just reusing disposable nappies? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, you've not <laughs> seen one of these before, have you? <laughs> Right. First, it's, it's very easy for the childless to make uh, comments. Yeah, <laughs> we can all joke. We're later. enjoying it now. Yeah, you wait. Right, I have before me, uh, first oh. first up, some Milky Bar mini eggs. Oh, can I just say, before we get going on this, I, if you are interested in what the phone that we were talking about before or after this segment um, <laughs> looks like, then uh, I've taken some pictures of Rue looking at it and looking at through the book which I'll put on the website. So if you're not if you're listening to this through iTunes or whatever rather than the website and you want to see the phone, go to chiffronstop.co.uk. Okay. Or these days, chiffronstop.com. Oh, do we have that? Uh, it's a redirect. Got it back? Yeah, well somebody uh, very generously gave it to us, yeah. They made it available to us. They didn't charge us for it, but they, uh, oh, they said it was, it was rather they would rather that we had it than anybody else. I didn't know that. So yeah, if you even if you mistype and and put shiftandstop dot com, mm-hmm. you'll end up in the right place. Anyway, Milky Bar mini eggs. Uh, this is new to me. So they are this. This is a, a crispy shelled. Yeah, a, a sugar yeah. shell. They're not this really one's egg-shaped. not very egg shaped at all. This They're one's quite misshapen. What shape would you call that? Very pointy, very. Flat I would egg. call it eggy enough for the purposes of a of a sweet. It's Milky Bar chocolate. Mm. You know, there's no controversy there. It's very much the type of chocolate that only works well when it's thin. Do you think? Yeah. 
Oh, I disagree. So in an oval, Chunky you're not, you're not fun, mm. fun of it. I have no problem with white chocolate, but like biting in to a, like a lot of white chocolate, I think there's something wrong. You know, <laughs> Milky Bar, the traditional Milky Bar product, is famous for being just a very thin. It's not like Capri-style yeah. chunks of chocolate. True. Although I think they did do that at some point, and I'm not. Sure, how well they did that. There well. is a chunky milky bar that you can get, isn't there? Like a big slab one. But the, um, yeah, the, the thin, really thin chocolate has that more like melting effect in your mouth and it kind of covers a great It's quite pleasing, isn't it? Area. Yeah, when it's easy to melt on the mm. tongue. So, speaking of uh, larger format chocolate bars, mm-hmm. um, I know on, on the Program in the past, program show on Chip and Stop in the past, we've, uh, we've talked lovingly about Top Deck, the, uh, the Cadbury's <laughs> oh, yeah. brand, which is milk chocolate with white chocolate. Right. Topping yes. for Easter this year. Cadbury's uh, have built, bought out the Cadbury Dairy Milk Hoppy Bunny bar. We had this last year. Oh we my did. goodness. <laughs> we did have Hoppy Bunny. Because we talked about it, it was a ghost of a it was something bunny or something. <laughs> yeah. Oh, grief. It's fine though. It's good to it's see limited. it again. Well, let's, let's have it again. <laughs> you only see it once a year. I'd completely forgotten that this was it's a... It's Hoppy uh, Bunny season. <laughs> <laughs> Hoppy Bunny season is a product. Have a go on that. That's uh, a white chocolate bunny embedded or, into a uh, or the ghost milk of chocolate bunny. Yeah, we could just do the bit that we did last time, <laughs> <So let's laughs> word move on. for word. Um, no, I remember these were quite nice. I quite like the, the white and brown um, combo. Uh, I've also not seen these before. Galaxy Caramel Mini Eggs, mm. uh, which I think were quite nice. I also, because of the recent controversy, brought out some, uh, <laughs> some new recipe Cadbury Cream Eggs, in case nobody had had a chance well, to. I have not had a well, craft cream egg. Have a, have a go on that. I'll just <laughs> knock those cups over. Get your, get your chops around get that one, Get your laughing gear around. Um, <laughs> there is no indication that there's been a change, is there? They have tried to sneak this one under the radar. Well, say, with new, amazing, slightly rubbish American chocolate. My, uh, my hairdresser the other day was telling me that they they changed the recipe, and I was feigning ignorance of it. I was uh, very well familiar with the story, but I was feigning ignorance in order to you know, encourage her to open up about it. And she... Um, <laughs> so what you're saying is... You are the you are the one person in the country that attempts to get your hairdresser to open up about a subject. <laughs> She's lovely. Chat more. Yeah, I mean, there's only so much holiday talk that you can right. you can handle. So let's talk about chocolate. To be honest, I can't really notice any difference. Oh. I would say the the big difference to me is the middle. Mm-hmm. It tastes much sweeter and grainier than I remember. But also bearing in mind, I'm quite ill <laughs> and I haven't eaten anything today, um, and that might put it, it into context. It, it does seem that the centre is is more liquidy. Mm. I think I can taste the change in the chocolate, but that but then I know that there's supposed mm. to be a change. Yeah. Mm. Would you have noticed? And I don't know that I would have noticed. I had one before the press blew up, <laughs> and I didn't didn't notice. It didn't stand out to me as being a big change. Well, but then subsequently, I I believe that I can tell it's not Cadbury's Dairy Milk. I'm not sure I would have sworn that it was Cabbage Dairy Milk beforehand, though. Yeah. Yeah, interesting. They're only available for, you know, a few months, a year and... Ten. What? Ten months? No, I thought they they come out at the... Uh, they're supposed to come out at New Year's, but they come out almost immediately after Christmas. Boxing Day, pretty much, yeah. Yeah, I saw um, them They withdraw them shortly after Easter. Hmm. Oh. Fair enough. So if you like this, then buy loads of them now, mm. you can. Mm. But yeah, I think the middle is always so overpowering anyway, because it's so sweet and lippy, that you could almost put anything around the outside and not necessarily notice that it was even you're, chocolate. You're saving half of that then? Yeah, I'm going to save it. <laughs> I've got to pace myself here. Uh, so, final offering for uh, this Easter. Oh, God. I don't know what these are even, but they look like they look, carrot, they're either carrot carrots or umbrellas. I think they're both. It's, so it's a lint 
It's a carrot salt. Carrot umbrella. That's <laughs> <So laughs> the only way I can describe it. So is this a carrot salt? Is this a branching out from the lint rabbit? Is there a rabbit they do? The lint bunny thing? Lint does have a bunny with so a little... The, uh, the bunny has its own with a little carrot. Little bell. bell. Little bell. On bell around its neck. Yeah. And so the maybe the carrot is to feed the bunny, but why does it have this why this umbrella-shaped handle? So that you can hang it on things? Yeah, it's, it is, it does have a plastic umbrella-style handle stuck into the end it's of this cone. pretty weird, isn't it? It's, it's a cone of chocolate. Very unusual. So you eat it... It's a cone of chocolate on the stick. <laughs> you could wear it over your ear. On, oh, it's got white chocolate it. in it as well. Oh my goodness. What shape is this? I'm not going to eat it all again because it's very rich and it's slightly turning me. Um, it's it's, <laughs> it's comical, isn't it? It's a uh, is it a cone? Because that feels like lazy. Not enough. Not enough of a technical word. It's, it's, it, no, it's, it's like a, four letters. Is it a conical prism or something? No, no a prism is Even a prism can't down. taper off. Yeah. Yeah. A prism um, has to have the same cross section all the way through it. Mm. So by definition, a, a cone can't be a prism because one end is, mm. is tapering off. But it is. Yeah. It's. it's a conical bit of chocolate. I think it's probably not the best time to be asking me what is my favourite of these things because to me they just all taste like Sick. like sugar <laughs> and yeah something bad's going to happen if I carry on eating this. Um, <laughs> oh dear. But um, I like well I like Cadbury's cream eggs usually and the lint thing is nice. They just taste unbelievably sweet to me today. Mm. But the um, I like Milky Bar as well. So basically all of them. I, I thought the mini egg Milky Bar thing. Mm. Um, I, I like the milk bar inside, uh, but the the crispy, sugary outer shell I don't think does that any favours. I'd rather it was just a lump of white soft chocolate. Ball. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, a soft ball right. of white chocolate would be much more pleasing. <laughs> so <clears throat> well, I'm going to have a nap now <laughs> because I've just sugared myself to pieces. Hello, Chevron Stop listeners. Um, I'm LB Reid. Uh, when the U.S. Supreme Court meets, they don't always agree on everything, and one of them writes something which is called a dissent, uh, also known as a minority report, which is basically, I don't agree with the decision, and this is why. So I'm here to offer uh, the minority report on the cream egg. So I've gone out and I've bought a cream egg. It looks a lot smaller than I remember it being. I don't know if that's because... I haven't eaten one for years and my hands are bigger now, but um, I'm going to eat one now and see if it still tastes horrible. It's got nice shiny foil packaging. Not really sure how you're supposed to eat it. I guess just sort of bite into it, really. Wish me luck. Mmm. 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 Yeah, that is absolutely horrible. The chocolate's all right, but it's this white, gooey stuff in the middle. Is it all white? No, no, there's a weird orange bit in the middle. So it does look like the the yolk of an egg. It's so sweet. It's like um, like eating pure icing. Yeah, I really don't want to eat the rest of it. It's, It's horrible. I'm pretty sure I have diabetes now. So there you go. That's the minority report on the Cadbury's cream egg. Still complete garbage. I think if I was in a room with Osama Bin Laden, Hitler, and the inventor of the cream egg, and I had a gun and it had two bullets, I think I would shoot the inventor of the cream egg twice. Because this is disgusting.
This is the instant weight loss, uh, and it's a one-token machine. It looks like a regular scales, but there's a curious box in the middle that says nutri- nutrient preparation chamber. But at the moment, it just has a sort of vertical stick in the middle of it with nothing else. And it's offering the ultimate diet with a free assessment. Please so. stand on the scales. Okay. Your... Oh, I'm standing on the scales. Your body mass index is low. But if you want to look like a supermodel, you still need the instant weight loss diet. Oh, this looks like a, a popcorn kernel that's just been uh, deposited on top of a metal tube. Welcome to Laboratoire Hunkin, harnessing the power of nature to bring you weightless nutrition. Intense. I can actually see it growing. Please wait while our precision-engineered system individually prepares natural, weight-free nutrients for you. It's going to pop. Observe the nutrient in the chamber closely, and you will see it slowly <laughs> see growing. absorbing it's growing? the energizing it's power. Maybe this tube from Don't above take is, your is um, off it. maybe it's a vacuum. Oh, oh it turned into a popcorn. Of course. Your body mass index is low, but if you want to look like a supermodel, you still need the instant weight loss diet. Oh wow! So it's it's um curving. It's the, a hall of mirrors thing. That's beautiful. Weirdly, uh, that's cool. weirdly misshapen. Our nutrient delivery point. Okay. When we came in, Tim said he's been fixing things. And I wonder if maybe it's... Oh, oh. no, look. So it's, it's, uh, it's delivered the, I the I popcorn. I pressed the uh, coin reject thing. Oh, clever, and clever below, hack. I, uh, <laughs> so I now, okay. now I've got a uh, piece of popcorn. Which is eating. Which is interesting. Oh. It's not been salted. This place is amazing. for you if something's art. Is it oh, art? Brilliant, I love it. So there's a, a full-size person in a box and uh, his hand is sort of pointing, um, leaning on a counter and it says that for a small donation the art expert will decide if something is art for me. I'm going to put, I'm going to put in... You're going to find out. ...the Sinclair <gasps> phone. Wow, let's find out if the Sinclair just phone just is art. ...given it. So I'm going to put it in the hatch. I think you need to put oh, a token in first. coin first. Is yeah. it, oh, it's a one-coin game. Yeah, Sinclair phone's going in the uh, in the hatch. Push button. I'm pushing the button. Oh no. Yeah, um, it's just yeah, a. We... Oh. No, that's not right. I wonder what's happened there. It should be flashing too, that bulb. Let me restart it. Okay. Uh, I think you're the first person who's used this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now I think. Uh-huh. If you put your. Oh, it's off. <laughs> it's now emerging inside the case in this little elevator. The art expert's <laughs> leaning forward, peering meaningfully at it. He's nodding. He is impressed. Nope. No, he's shaking his head. He's thinking hard about it. He, shook his, he nodded and then he shook his head, so I think that's a no. 
Sorry, Carl. Oh no, his tongue came out. <laughs> Beautiful. Brilliant. Very good. And I'd say also on the counter next to his arm, or on the other side, is um, a Damien Hirst style formaldehyde cow. Oh yeah, half a half a cow and in the specs block. So we've got one left. We need a one coin game. I'm quite interested in instant eclipse. Try it. Shall I? Yeah, you can. Uh, it's uh, a tiny booth. You have to take this in with you. I think. I might have to go in. Oh yeah, take, wow! Take this with you. Okay, right. Going in. Oh, it's a tiny booth. It's much smaller than a photo booth. It's smaller even than a festival toilet. Although that might be what it's based on. Do you want to um, put the token? Yes, please. If you need to do it on the outside, or is it okay? You think you do it on the outside? So Rue's gonna ah, he's closing the doors. It's quite dark except for a hole in the top. Oh, I see. So I put the token in first. All right. Thank you. Okay. There's a button that says exit. This music's come on. It's dark, but there's a dome at the top, and everything's painted with sky and clouds. And the dome at the top has light coming through. <laughs> there is a black disc being automatically clicked across very slowly across the hole at the top of the box. Let's see what these animal noises do when it goes completely black. Those little stars have appeared. <laughs> the doors just fly open. That's brilliant. It's very sweet. I was worried I'd never see you again. Did you hear me? A little, but it's pretty well soundproofed actually. Cool. Was that fun? Yes, it was great. It was very sweet. There's always like a little surprise that you don't expect. Well, I'll definitely be coming back here. This is great. Yes, thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Goodbye. Thank you very much. Well, what fun. Anyway, yeah, it's great. Do you know that um, Nathan Barley's 10 years old? Yeah, I'm surprised it's not old. I remember feeling like, basically feeling like a child when I was watching it, feeling very young, and not understanding what any, was, any of it was about. Oh, so it was only afterwards that you sort of yeah. grew into a, only, a culture of London. It was only later that I, that I ended up working for agencies who had Wendy houses where they had their meetings <laughs> and so on. And Name and shame, true. that agency. Uh, it was us too, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, of course it was. Um, yeah. Very lovely people, but fucking hell. I think when I'm you a did some, scooter. yeah, when you did some work uh, with me when we were at Wyden and Kennedy at the same time. Oh yeah, we yeah. had we had bumper cars in reception. Oh my god! Not working, of no, course. No, not just that a, you would drive around. Just in an it. installation <laughs> that you could sit in. Yeah. Good place for a meeting, sitting in a bumper car. God, I'm hoping that whole thing is phasing out now. But um, <laughs> you think things I've are becoming more serious? The last twenty years, yeah. Well, Layla, it's been lovely to see you again. Yeah, and you. Um, sorry it's been so long, but let's try and do at least two episodes this year. That's a good target. Good luck with uh, the next Hack Circus experience. Thank you. Say hell, hi to LJ for me. I will. When, right, when will it be? Have you got a date already? It's um, March 23rd. Okay, so I'll try. It's, uh, Monday night. Yeah. And um, yeah, musical, so um, yeah, keep it free. 23 March Hack Circus. <laughs> good, keeping that free. Cool. Hooray, okay. really good to see you. Yeah, and you. See you soon, um, Layla. I look forward to hearing the cut. Bye. Bye.
piece of music that you heard just after Albie's clip where he was trying the cream egg is actually the sound of Saturn's rings interpreted into music using actual sounds recorded in space of Saturn, composed and played beautifully by LJ Rich, who we also talked about in this episode. So big ups to LJ, and you can find her music on SoundCloud. Uh, it's soundcloud.com stroke LJ Rich. That was Shift Run Stop, available on iTunes or from the website shiftrunstop.co.uk.